You are getting ready to listen to the voice of Dr. Radi Ferguson, 2004 Olympian, four-time national judo champion, Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt, author, speaker, and coach. Hey, what's going on? This is Dr. Radi Ferguson, and welcome to another edition of Coffee with Radi. I'm super excited today to share something with you that I did this past weekend. I was able to give a motivational speech to Sickles High School, to their football team. Oftentimes, I do motivational speeches. I've done them for the uh, Stanford University Cardinals a few years back before they played in the Orange Bowl. I've spoken with several teams uh, internationally for judo uh, and teams in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. I've gone around the country, and I've been able to just you know, encourage to pour um, courage and determination into individuals by providing the right words at the right time. And I've also had this happen to me when I was a competitor, so I know the value of it. And right now I want to share with you the speech that I gave um, Sickles High School, and I hope you truly enjoy it. And if you don't get anything from it, get the three things that you have to do every day. The three things that you have to do every day. Take care, enjoy, and have a super fantastic day. And remember, I love you, but God loves you best. Mr. Henderson. Next, we're going to bring up Dr. Ferguson. Just met him a minute ago. I'm going to let him sort of introduce himself. But uh, if there's anything, he's got, he's got a tough act to follow. You can do it. Thank you. What's going on? I'm, I'm Dr. Roddy Ferguson. I'm a 2004 Olympian, a four-time national judo champion. I won two national championships at Howard University. I'm a two-time inductee in the Howard University Hall of Fame. I wrestled, ran track, and played football in college. And I also did mechanical engineering. Got my master's arts of teaching, 4.0, PhD. 4.0. Also taught at the University of Tampa, University of Central Florida, kinesiology, exercise science, and nutrition. So I just want to just get that out of the way real quick so we could, yeah. What say? And my dad. Oh yeah, my dad. My dad is a first thousand yard rusher at the University of Wisconsin. Also a Hall of Fame at the University of Wisconsin. If you go to date, gate nine at the stadium, Camp Randall Stadium, his picture's up there. It's absolutely fantastic. So let me get all that out of the way and let me tell you this. <laughs> I have a difficult time talking about what I'm going to tell you because it kind of bothers me sometimes. In the year 2000, I'm in Sydney, Australia. And the opening ceremonies are starting and I'm, I'm I'm not at the opening ceremonies. I'm in a, in a room with the people from the United States Olympic Committee, with the USOC, and I'm watching the opening ceremonies go on and watching the guy who's in what I thought was my weight class. <clears throat> I always have a problem talking about the Olympics. You know, I don't talk about the Olympics. Watching the guy who's in my weight class walk around the track at, at the opening ceremonies. And the reason why I want to share this particular story with you is because I don't want anybody to have to have that feeling that I had that day. And that feeling is what I call the rocking chair moment. When you got to sit on your porch at the age of 55, 65, 75, 85, and ask yourself, did I do enough? And then have to answer yourself and tell yourself, no. 
the lucky thing about me, the blessed thing about my particular situation is I was young enough that I could recover from that particular situation. I made a decision that when a morning came around at 5.30, I was in the weight room. I didn't miss a session. I didn't miss a weight room session. I didn't miss a stretching session. I didn't miss, a, a, I didn't miss my meal. I didn't miss anything. And let me tell you something. Do not fall for the trick of the enemy. A good team runs itself. If you don't lift on Saturday, the team captains get together and you lift. If he doesn't have a mandatory lift, you lift. If he doesn't have a mandatory run, you run. Because you cannot, you cannot hit your, your phone or a clock on the wall and rewind the time back. Once it's gone, it's gone. I get back on the plane. After the Olympics in 2000, I go back home. I start my master's program. I get married. I go back to the Olympic training center. I haven't missed any sessions. I'm grinding and grinding and grinding and grinding. One national championship, second national championship, third national championship, fourth national championship. I mean, I'm feeling good. You can't tell me nothing. I have one guy in my weight class. I'm going to dominate him. I want to show him that he doesn't, he doesn't understand what it's like to step on the line in front of Roddy Ferguson. I'm going to make him fear me so that he understands he does not have an opportunity. I line up. I bow. I go on my mind, my game play, everything. I jump up for a flying armbar. It's going to be beautiful. When I land, my leg turns, and I tear my lateral collateral ligament off the bone nine months before the Olympic trials. The rehab for a lateral collateral tear is nine months. The Olympic trials in nine months. I hear the pop in my leg. I look at my coach and I said, I think I just blew out my knee. He buries his head in his hands. I stand up at the line, I hop off. Somebody has to help me go back to the room and I get on the phone and I call my dad. And I said, Pop, I just blew out my knee. Grown man cries on the phone. I then find the best doctor to do my surgery. Got my name of Dr. Noonan who did Terrell Davis's knee surgery. Because I don't have a lot of time. I'm running out of time. Dr. Noonan says, we can't fix the posterior lateral corner of your knee. He said, you stretch your ACL. We can't fix your ACL. He said, the game plan is, let's take an Achilles tendon graph and make you a new LCL and hope for the best. Understanding that your leg will fail later. I said, man, let's do it. I go and have surgery day of the surgery. When the surgery is over, stomach sick from the anesthesia, 
I go to the what? Weight room. And I lift and I bomb. And I lift and I bomb. And I lift and I bomb. And somebody said, man, what's wrong with you? Are you crazy? I said, yes, because only the crazy people go to the Olympics. First tournament back in five and a half months, bam! If I have some shorts on, you see it. Blow my, blow my quad muscle right off the bone because it's overcompensating for the left leg. Then because I heard that, then I heard my, my, my groin muscle. But I came back in five and a half months, not nine. Grind all the way through. Olympic trials in June, win the Olympic trials, make it to the Olympics. Best feeling of my life four years later, I can look up, I, I can look up in the stands, couldn't see my parents because there's so many people there, knowing that my parents were at the opening ceremonies watching me because of the sacrifices that they made and the ones that I honored. And let me tell you something while, as I close. Three things you need. You need somebody to look up to. I, I love my mom without a doubt. I super, super look up to my dad. I'm a man. I look up to my dad. My, my dad, I, I've watched my dad when I was young. I've watched my dad as I've gotten older. I've watched how my dad manages me through manhood and how he gives me advice. When I was younger, he used to slap me around. Hey. When I got older, he, used to, he talked to me, kind of in a massaging and caressing tone. And now when I'm a grown adult, he coaches me. Man, I look up to my dad. Absolutely fantastic. And when you see the men in this room, they are dads, they are fathers. They are here because they want to help you develop into men. That is what they want to do. You should look up to them, look up to your dad, find somebody to look up to. And then you need something to look forward to. Man, I look forward every day to talking with my, my, my kids. I got two kids. My son's name is Rufus. I named him after my dad. And my daughter's name is Rocky. I named it after me. <laughs> I mean, I absolutely, I mean, I, I, I love it. And I told him I named him like that because I said, Rufus takes care of Rodi, just like big Rufus took care of this Rodi. And, and I said, I always ask him, I said, do you know why I named you this? And they said, yes, because Rufus takes care of Rodi. I said, right. And then you need something to chase. You need something to look up to, you need something to look forward to, you need something to chase. And you always chase excellence. That is what you chase. You chase excellence in the classroom, excellence on the field. Listen, when you get up and your bed is not made, you need to take your foot, turn around, and kick yourself in the ass. Make your bed. Stop walking around with your shoes untied. Pull your damn pants off. Show up on time. Get your homework in on time. Be in the seat when you're supposed to be there. Beat the bell when it's time to get in the, in, in the chair in the classroom. Start living a life of excellence. Find somebody to look up to. Find someone to look forward to. And find something to chase. I'm going to leave you with this. One of my favorite poems. It's, it's If by Richard Kipling. If you can keep your head when all about you are losing theirs and blaming it on you, if you can trust yourself when all men doubt you, but make allowance for their doubting too. 
If you can wait without being tired of waiting or being lied about, don't deal in lies and be hated. And don't give way to hating. And yet, don't look too good nor talk too wise. If you can dream and not make dreams your master, if you can think and not make thoughts your aim, if you can meet with triumph and disaster and treat those two imposters just the same. If you can bear to hear the truth you've spoken, twisted by knaves to make traps for fools or watch the things you give your life to broken and stoop, them up with, and, stoop the, and stoop down and build them up with one or twos. If you can make a heap of all your winnings and risk it on one turn of pitch and toss and lose and start again from your beginnings and never breathe a word about your loss. If you can force your heart and nerve and see to serve your turn long after it's gone and so hold on when there's nothing inside you except the will that says to him, to them hold on. If you can talk with crowds and keep your virtue and walk your keys and lose your common touch, and neither foes nor loving friends can hurt you. If all men count on you, but none too much. If you can feel the unforgiving minute with 60 seconds worth of distance run, then yours is the earth and everything which is in it, and which is more. You'll be a man, my son. Be men, be honorable, be respectful, and chase excellence. That's it for today. Hope you have a super fantastic day. This is Dr. Ferguson. Remember, I love you, but God loves you best. And please visit www.coffeewithrodd.com.